I am Araceli, a wealth advisor, real estate investor in the United States and Canada, and creator of Wealthy Women in Real Estate. Every week, I meet with Colette, a real estate broker and a real estate investor in Canada. We come together to talk about all things real estate investing and how to increase your wealth. Join us. Welcome everyone. This is Araceli, Transition Wealth Advisor and real estate investor in the U.S. and Canada. Please remember to subscribe to the channel so we can give you more information about real estate investing. And if you're interested in going to the States and getting a house there for you to get started, just let me know. Okay, Colette, can you introduce yourself and let us know what we're talking about today? Of course. Hi, everybody. Oh, I'm going to move my screen because you see all my messy office stuff that you don't really need to. <laughs> Anyway, my name is Colette Raba. I am a residential real estate broker in the GTA in Canada, Ontario. GTA is Greater Toronto Area. Uh, as you know, or maybe you don't know, Araceli and I love to do the show because we get to talk about real estate and we get to share information. And hopefully one day if you are ready to uh, buy or sell uh, real estate, either in the greater Toronto area or uh, where Araceli likes to buy in the U.S. and invest, uh, please, we are always um, here. We are ready for you to call us and ask us your great questions and keep them coming, please, because otherwise we wouldn't have a show. And uh, yeah, and today we have a very interesting, so I think it's interesting, obviously. Yes. We always think real estate, anything is interesting. But we do want to share with you a couple pointers that, if you are new to buying, so we are talking about you buyers out there that are ready to buy either an investment, re residential investment property, or even if it's just for yourself to live in, yeah. uh, there are some things that you may not know about that should go into an agreement of purchase and sale. That's what it's called. Uh, but really from the purchasing standpoint of buyers, there may be a few things that you know, you might not know, and you are absolutely allowed to put that into an agreement. So we have a couple things, maybe about five things that you may or may not have thought about. And uh, do you want to take the first one? Yeah, so this clause is basically you can uh, add them to the purchase agreement. Uh, so they may not be needed, but just this is information for you so you know that you can add them if it is necessary. So first of all, is the closing date that works for you, okay? And it, don't worry about the other person or anything like that. Just you have to work with your own personal situation. Uh, you may have a certain paycheck that comes in on certain date. Uh, you want it monthly, you want it bi-weekly make sure that you choose the right date for you so it works on your own schedule. Do you have anything to add there, Colette? Yeah, also just to add to that is um, when you start paying a mortgage, so some people don't like to pay it on the first of the month, let's say, or some people like to pay it on the end of the month, so or in the mid-month, so don't worry about that too much. Uh, your mortgage agent or your uh, bank and lender will talk to you about when you actually start paying that 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 monthly or that biweekly payment. So uh, when it comes to closing date, 
really like that you make it an anniversary make it something that you you can remember the date because honestly moving forward you think like oh my gosh how long have i been in here how long have i had this house for and it's kind of nice to celebrate those anniversaries too so try and close especially in the market that we're in currently uh any offer if you put in a certain date you of course you want to be a little flexible with the seller but really do it for yourself first and then you can negotiate when the date uh, actually is for closing um so number two they're not all clauses so so any uh agreement the the one thing to go back to closing date um the one thing that you need with any agreement is a time stamp and you need to know when uh the offer expires but also closing date so i just want to put that in you need to write a closing date in <laughs> like that's just to be clear you have to you have no choice yeah. um, so number two so this is a clause it's about inspection and everybody does in in ontario at least has the right to inspect the property so unless you waive your right to inspection uh you have the right to inspect the property so before closing so you do want to write it in and even more so just to take it a step further is to have an inspector if there's a pool or if there's a septic system or uh, a secondary building let's say all these things you have to write in because a normal home inspector won't even go to a septic system or go to a barn or go to i'm talking about rural properties here but even in a home let's say you have a separate uh, garage freestanding garage the inspector generally will not inspect that second building unless you specifically ask for it number one to be inspected and number two the inspector will actually um, make that uh, arrangement with you correct uh, some people also will ask for um, mold or termite because uh, some people are allergic to it even if you don't suspect there is but they want to have a report that's saying there is no mold in the house or there's no termites or anything like that. Absolutely. And that is a separate, it's not going to be done with a regular inspector. So you need to make sure that if it's something important to you that you can add it, or if you suspect that there is, could be something like that in the house. So. Right. And so really just to reiterate, this is for the purchasers to feel safe and to keep them safe to be able to walk away if the inspection doesn't work for them or the other things we're going to talk about doesn't work for them. And you always want to be, when I'm representing people, I always like to say, I always want you to have that option to walk away. And you always want to make sure, like for me, that my client is safe, that they have that option um, pretty much throughout the process. Uh, obviously, you have to make a decision to say, okay, this is it, we're, we're satisfied. And we want to move ahead so you do have to sign off eventually but in this case when it's um it, during the time of negotiating and inspection and things like that you do absolutely want to write all that in to keep you the buyer safe okay so number three what do you got for me okay so this one it's uh relating to any maintenance of the house that has been done so some people they decide like right now i'm you know redoing an entire property so i know that you know, within this month, everything will be done. But if you're doing things in stages, like people do their windows and they replace the furnace or even the maintenance that you do on an ongoing basis, like, you know, the the, uh, the furnace needs to have uh, the filter change 
And they, some people are very detailed about that. So if you can request that, that would be great because some of the stuff like Windows, for example, they have 10 years, 15 year warranty that it can be transferable to you. The right. same with the roof. And then you'll have the company's name in the case there is a problem. You can always go back to it. The same with the furnace, air conditioning, even some of the appliances that are in the house. So make sure that if the um, seller has all of that data to pass that on to you, because that could save you a ton of money. Absolutely. I, I love this one and I can't reiterate how important this is. And as a homeowner, honestly, I forget when I did, what did, what did I do? When did I change the furnace? So I, homeowner, and I remember doing this for my very first house because I was very house proud and I really wanted to remember. So I actually bought myself a little store, uh, a book from the dollar store and I wrote down dates and mm -hmm. what was done. So we did the renovation in, let's say 2018. Uh, we changed the furnace in 2020. So I wrote all that stuff down and then that way I could go back and look for the paperwork in my files of uh, invoices and stuff like that and then keep it with the purchase or, or the sale of the house. Yeah. So, so as a homeowner, you always want to kind of remember like, when did I do that? What's the warranty? So uh, my husband was great with that too. He always, you know, I would say, when did we do that? And he's got this great memory. So I didn't have to, but instead of relying on that, just get yourself a little book from the dollar store, write down things, even calendars. Oh my God, it takes me forever to go through calendars. Yeah. So I know this is my house book. I call it my house book uh, or, you know, whatever, uh, um, the, the address of the house, whatever you want to call it. It's just a good reference for you to have it. And then you can leave that with the new homeowner too. Uh, and they can do their own referencing or figure out, even if it's not under warranty anymore. You know yeah, what it was right. done. So at least yeah. they know what it was before, uh, like what you did, if they want to repair it or change it, that's up to them. Uh, yeah. Another thing that I do a lot is take a lot of pictures because the pictures already have the date. Yes. They yeah. can remember, oh my God, when was this done, right? And then you can take stages on how, and it's also proof for you or the buyer that you have completed the repair if that's what they're looking for. And the yeah. case there is any issues, right? Of uh, course. So you will, may want to have some pictures. Now everybody has a, a, a smartphone that you can take lots and lots of pictures. Uh, I'm a, I'm picture happy, so I take pictures and videos all the time. So you know what? That's a great tip. I I love that. And honestly, you forget. You think you're going to remember everything because it's such a big process to renovate something or to to change a roof or whatever it is. You forget. And then what I liked too when you were saying about who does the the replacement or the repair, like that's always good. Even if the warranty is over, those people who take pride in their work. We'll come back and service, you know, let's say the furnace or something else. Obviously, they'll charge you, but, you know, it's the one person doing the work and, and you want them to see uh, the progress of what's happened with their work. So um, always write down who you've used, even if you no longer or you haven't talked to them in a long time. Yeah, I think that's a great tip. Uh, OK, so what are we on number four? four. OK, um, clauses. So this is something that even if you think you don't need it, I always like to write in a clause that states upon lawyer's approval. So the way you write it, obviously, if you're using an agent, they'll have a clause to write it in. So why you write this in is because you don't know what you don't know. I can't see what I can't see. 
When it comes to things on title, if there's a lien, if they're, especially with a condo, that there's something called a special assessment, yeah. a lawyer needs to go through the, 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 you know, the stuff that they go through, the research they do on the property address um, to see what has been done in the past. If you don't know there was a renovation or let's say somebody claims that they did an addition with a permit yeah. and the permit is not on the city, the lawyer will find that. So you really want to know what you're buying and the problems that possibly could come with that. <laughs> so you're aware. And then you can make a, 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 an educated decision on whether or not you want to um, accept those things that were, or, or maybe let's say in the case that there wasn't a permit pulled for an addition, uh, you could then possibly ask for a reduction in the price because of it. So things like that, you always, it's well worth it. The lawyer has to go through with his due diligence, his or her due diligence anyway. Minus will put it in as a clause and then you can also walk away if there is something that you don't like what they find. That's right. Also, the one thing that uh, you want to look at is also the right of way that sometimes it is not. Absolutely. Um, yeah, an encroachment. Uh, encroachment. Right well. away. Yeah, absolutely. All these things that I don't see on. So real, real estate agents can see certain things on title, but we also are not privy to certain things, too. So that's why a lawyer uh, can actually look at title um, a little bit more in depth. Uh, they might even be able to see if there was a, a survey done on the property. I can't see that. So things like that, there are um, more details that, yeah, absolutely get a lawyer to to write all that in. Yeah, yeah, because if there is anything there that you may have not thought about it, like the right away, it's a really big one, right? That yeah. you you may say, oh, well, I don't like this or this is not not going to work for me then you can always go back and I said, I'm not going to close, but it's just to protect you and just to find something that you don't expect. Right. And let me give you an example of that. Like when right away or encroachment. So, so generally speaking, it's never, it shouldn't be a problem because we all kind of have something with our properties. Either the city is uh, <clears throat> able to walk on the property because they need to service, let's say a telephone pole or something. Yeah. Um, but why that's important to you, the end home buyer, is because let's say you want to put a pool in the backyard, and that's specifically why you're buying the house. But if there's an encroachment that the city has access to your backyard, they'll never allow it. So things like that, you don't know what you don't know. So it's almost like, okay, how do I ask these questions? Um, and, and something will be brought forward from the lawyer to say, okay, this is, are you interested in this? Is this something that will make you not want to buy the property? Uh, let's say the property is on an angle and you you are sort of too close to the neighbor. So if you're planning on building or you're, you're going to expand the property, the house, you might not be able to. So all these things make a difference when you actually purchase and the purchase price. Yes. So get all that when you actually can still change it. That's the most important thing. Yeah, especially if it is important to you. So, uh, and it's going to prevent you from doing something like this, like the pool. I think that would be very important. Right, right. Or just an addition too, where I've had that, where where I've sold a property and then they came to came back later and said, "Oh, well, we can't put an addition on." I said, "What? Whoa, too late. Sorry, <laughs> you already bought it. Based on what was there, that was not a condition. You can't go back. 
you can't, it's too late. So those are things that you really want to uh, talk about too. Don't be afraid to talk to the other agent about it, the, the, the selling agent to yeah. say, what do you know about the property? Has the, have they ever uh, wanted to do something, put an addition on the house or, or something like that? So you can always ask if the, the listing agent doesn't know, can't answer your questions, then the lawyer will be able to. And before you've signed on the dotted line, so number five, what do you got for us? Okay, so number five is don't be afraid to ask for things that they're not really the norm. Like uh, if you have a broken window, just make sure that you put it in there. Make sure that this window is fixed before I move in. Uh, there's other things as well. You know, you can also look at uh, there might be some water in the basement that you may want that removed. Uh, there is many, many things, even some of the fixtures. Also, make sure that you know if there's anything particular that you want that is going to stay in the house. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of broad to, to say, you know, can I keep the cat that's living on the property? Yeah. Okay. You know, <laughs> it has to take it with a grain of salt. But absolutely uh the biggest thing is knowing the difference in in a case like this or um you know yeah there's repairs you can ask for uh there's furniture you can ask for um the one thing that you have to be very careful and i always like to do this and tell my clients when you go especially uh into bathrooms this is a really good example of this when there's a mirror hanging in the bathroom, don't expect it to stay because if it's just on a nail and somebody can pick it up and remove it, then that is not a fixture. It is easy to remove and it's just like a picture. The difference between a picture frame and a mirror. Bathrooms are one of those things where you think, okay, well, it's just, it's there. It's glued yeah. to the wall or something and you take it for granted. Don't take it for granted, write it all in. Uh, even kitchen islands, that's the other thing too. If somebody can pick up the island and, and move it, it's not attached yeah. by electrical or or plumbing, they can. You might move in and you have a, a space in the kitchen. <laughs> right. So whatever you, you're not sure of, write it in, especially uh, things that you're, you're, if you're questioning it, absolutely write it in. Yeah. Sure, that's easy. It's better because, you know, like you said in the bathroom, if there is a specific, they might have got the, the mirror specifically for that. But if it is easily removable, you may not get the same view. You may not get say, the same finish. So you just want to make sure that if it looks like it might be easily removable to say, can this stay? And right. you can ask for it, right? So Absolutely. Yeah. Same thing with like, if you think of uh, TVs that are mounted on the bracket, technically they have to leave the bracket. Uh, curtain rods. Technically, they have to leave the curtain rod, but they can remove the curtains. Yeah. So always ask for, if you want those curtains, write it in. If you want that TV and the bracket, write it in. They can always say no, but then you're clear on if you're getting it or you're not getting it. There's no question. You don't have to fight later. Absolutely. And you just don't want to be surprised at the last minute coming into the property and I said, wait a second, you know, this had this big thing here and now it's not here what happened right absolutely and appliances too not to scare anybody but you can write in the appliances to the degree of their make and model and even their serial number on it to keep yourself safe so yeah. people won't swap it most out something inspectors would do that most inspectors will actually come in and take a picture of the serial number 
to make sure that is the same appliance that, that it's working and so on, right? And Absolutely. like we said before, make sure that if they still have um, some kind of warranty or service that they purchased, that you can get a copy of that so you can continue on with it. Yes, absolutely. So that's it. So these five things could really make a difference when you are negotiating and make sure that you're getting what you want in the property that you're buying. So just to recap, the first one is make sure that you have a closing date that works for you. The second is the inspection clause include things like pool, anything that is not included may uh, also be some uh, termites or mold inspection if that's required by you, by your health. Uh, number three, ask for maintenance reports and when the addition or anything was changed like windows, furnaces, and so on. And if you have the good luck to have somebody that is recording all of these, then it's even better. Uh, number four, make sure that you have a clause in your agreement that says upon lawyer's approval because you don't know what you don't know and you want to make sure that you're safe and you have a way out if there is anything that you don't like. And the last one is don't be afraid to ask for things that are that you think that may not be left in the house but you want. And even if it's something like it's a piece of furniture that you really love in that place that it fits well, you can always negotiate. Everything is negotiable, but it has to be written in the agreement. Absolutely. Yay, that's great. Thank you so much for watching and I hope this helped you in your next transaction. So please tune in, make sure to subscribe and I will see you in the next one. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks, Colette. Bye. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.